the key is to do the wee sock so you don't get the big I uh, don't put that in. Um so you don't get the big line of slabber. Fuck you. No. Sippers, welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast with me, Shane Todd. Before we get into this episode, allow me, if you will, to plug Patreon. More specifically ours, not just in general as a website. Patreon.com slash Tea With Me podcast. We're doing watch-alongs. You've got the mock blame on there, the recent panel show we did at the Waterfront Hall, which was unbelievable. It's exclusive to Patreon. We're running Patreon-only events, like Stars in Your Eyes in the Limelight, 20th of December. Your favourite Tea With Me comedians, like this guy over here, who's not part of this episode, but just is in the studio as we're recording this. It's all on Patreon, bonus episodes, blah, blah, blah. Patreon.com slash Tea With Me podcast. We are sponsored by... Our first sponsor is NordVPN. Now, Shane, what's a VPN? I've never, I've never heard of that. Sounds like a paramilitary. Well, it isn't. It's a virtual private network, not violent people's nation. It's a tool that safeguards your internet connection and enhances your pr- online privacy. NordVPN establishes a secure and encrypted pathway for your online data traffic. Oh, that won't, I'll be home late then, will I, because of the roadworks? It's an internet thing. It's not real. This tunnel is impenetrable. <laughs> it's so intense <laughs> to say that. Ensuring that no one can snoop on your internet activities or access your personal data or determine your actual IP address and geographical location. Yeah, so the hackers can't message you and go, we know you're just you're sitting in um, Craig Avon looking at, um, you know, 90s babes. Sippers can get an exclusive NordVPN offer at nordvpn.com slash tea with me. That's in the description, the link. Uh, there's no risk. You get a 30-day money-back guarantee, and that means that if they guarantee you, you'll get your money back within 30 days. You can elevate your cybersecurity to the next level by taking advantage of NordVPN's threat protection feature. The beauty of this feature lies in its autonomy. Do I know what that means? Yes. It operates without requiring you to connect to a VPN server. Well, that's great. You can get an exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash tea with me to get a huge discount off your plan. Every purchase of the two-year plan will receive Four bonus months on top. Yum yum. We're also sponsored by our friends at Manscaped. If you're watching the video version, you can see behind us we have a little display of those things. They're still warm. We've been grooming in this studio before this episode. Me, Michael and Dan. Um, the Manscaped is, is the best. I mean, you, you hear comedians talking about it all the time. Everyone who's sponsored by Manscaped also uses their products too. Whether it's on their beards, like mine. That's why I don't have a beard, because I use the beard trimmer. Otherwise, I would have a very full uh, facial bush. Um, they have the Lawnmower 4.0. They have everything you can think of. These guys are balls mad. They have everything from your perineum to your schlong. They've got little brushes, they've got wee razors, they've got literally everything. And if you had some Manscaped stuff from a few years ago, check out what they have now because they're always expanding their weird body empire. They've got colognes, they've got all sorts. And the cologne, weirdly, is just a cologne. Because you're looking at it being like, you know, is this some sort of testicle aftershave? No, it's ju- it just really, it's just for your face. You can go to manscaped.com and use a code T with me for 20% off and free shipping. That's a fifth. Is that a fifth? It's a fifth. 
Use the code T with me for 20% off and free shipping. That's, let's get into this op- episode. <laughs> let's get into this episode. My guest on this episode is none other than returning favourite, Jamie Lee O'Donnell, or as I call her, JLOD. I've never called it that, but I might, I might start. JL apostrophe D. Jamie Lee has been on the po- this three or four times now? I think it's fourth. It's at least three and it might be four. Okay, the quadruple. Um, you may know Jamie Lee from Dairy Girls. You may know Jamie Lee from Screw, her Channel 4 series um, that was out not too long ago, the second series of that, um, or many other things. She is uh, hilarious and one of the one of the top actors at the minute anywhere in Ireland. Always a fun time when she comes on. Um, there's some great, inadvertently, there's some great life advice at the end of this podcast. Um from from her, I'd love to say it's from me, but it's not. Um, interesting and funny episode as always. Please enjoy this episode of the Tea with Me podcast. Print plug stand up shane.comedy.com. With my guest, JL apostrophe D. Thank you. Let me say this. Go ahead. What do you think I'm gonna say? You looked at, when I said let me say this. You looked at me like. You had an idea of what I was going to say. I think it's something about a fleece again. It's not, I know we're talking about fleeces before that, but we've parked the fleece. Chats we're just keeping it fleeces. sexy. I just have something in my mind I was going to say, mm. and I meant to say to you. Go ahead. That road now, from Belfast to Derry. Perfection. A dream. A dream. I never thought I'd get to the point in my life where I'm discussing motorways being brilliant. Yeah. But I am. It's, it, like, don't get me wrong, tough one for Dungiven. Aye. You I, I don't me. even know where Dungiven is anymore. Yeah. I really, really don't. You've forgotten about that. Like, we forgot about Dungiven so quick, and it, it's <laughs> going to be tough because I'm sure they got a lot of like passing trade uh, and that kind of thing. But see, I'm even now going, let's cut the sparrows out. Oh, can you do that? Oh, no, I, I don't like know. It. You know, the Westlink in general? No, not the Westlink. Yeah, the Westlink right. and the Glen Sheen. Aye. I want to just be in Derry in 20 minutes. I don't think you can cut out the Glen Sheen. Nah, you can't. But I'd like to, because then my ears pop really bad going up and down it all I've the time. I've never had that, and I don't get that on planes. Do you not? No, and I. I think it's weird when people do get it. you know what I mean I'm like oh, come on but Go in reality on. the fact you don't get it's probably the weird thing I think only kids get it uh, no do you get on a flight constantly I get literally do you get a sweet do you have a sweet no I just hold my nose and blow out oh okay and that, that usually works well but sometimes I, I think I've done that mm. and then I do feel like a wee bit blocked and then it's like an hour later and then I, I blow out with my nose uh, and then I go that's better and then it, like two days later my ears pop and I go oh. so it just takes you ages just prolonged yeah yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah. I like it when someone on a plane has a sweet. Right. Will Does you that work though? Apparently the sweet. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're, like you're, you're use your, if you do this mm. as well, it can pop your ears. I just that and it just it's yeah. done. Do you what's your like what's your what's some of your like airplane etiquette? Um. Say you're say you're in a row of three. Yeah. Provide in this scenario you're flying economy. Right? Okay. What. Will you fuck that? <laughs> will you? Do you assume that both armrests are yours? No, and I don't want to get into any sort of confrontation either over an armrest. Um, so you'll you'll just no, I won't actively whatever, but it's just it's not that big of a deal to me. I always try and get a window seat. Yeah. Um, keep sunglasses on, hood up, and just just be by myself. I'm not into chit chat or anything either. It depends. See. If I've had I, a glass of wine, I'm like, whoa. There, then, there, there, there's a level, uh, right? Like it, but I, I, you have to have a bit. If I sit down, and you're, if you're sitting at the window, uh, we don't know each other, and I sit down in the middle seat, uh, and you don't greet me, I have a, I have a, ba- I'll have a bad <laughs> flight. 
Really? Just, just, uh, here's all I'm looking, here's all I'm looking. Go and it's, it's just, so I sit down, I put my wee 442 magazine? No. Who football magazine? Okay. I get it when I fly. And I, <laughs> I put that in the wee bit in front, because mm-hmm. I'm not going to read it straight away. No, you're not, that would no. be mental. Um, so I put that in there, right? And yes. then I'll, I'll, I'll rearrange, I'll, I get myself set up first. Aye. When I go on, because I don't like people who are going up to their bag or reaching under. I know, just get your shit together. I get agree. myself. So I'll put my 442 magazine in front of me. I'll put a wee bottle of water in there as well. Maybe like a charger lead headphones or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then if there's snacks, I'll keep them sort of beside me. Right. And they don't like that. You know, they'll say like, you need to keep everything clear. But you won't, they won't see it. No, they won't you see it. You know what I mean? There's wee something but then I'll when I first sit down, mm. I'll try and catch your eye just to go, just to go like this. How are you doing? That's it. Right. But if you're looking out the and window, I go, I go. There's Perf. What's, what's, no, there's nothing. No, it's four, it's four four two magazine, right? There's no. It's not like I'm putting. You know, I'm not, I'm not putting. Porn. Maxim. Okay. Not full porn. You're not going to put. Full, <laughs> you're not going to put. That's a move Boots. to just put full porn down in the middle. Fair no, enough. I mean, um, I just want like a. I just want a hello. I'll be all I would okay. want. Okay. I probably wouldn't give it to you if I'm honest. That's really? Aye, because I just like to... The thing is, obviously now because of dairy gears and things doing really well, mm-hmm. I've I've realised that one slight glance of eye contact, people mm-hmm. just be like, we're best friends forever. It's a fuck it. Yeah. So then I, I just have to... So without you think being I rude, want a hello and then a conversation? Aye. But you you don't know I just want a hello? I know I don't know that, but I don't want yeah. to run the risk either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to not say hello to anybody the entire flight. Because you're stuck flight. on a flight if, it hap- if, if, you, if someone gets in the conversation. Do you know what I mean? And it's not anything, like you hear people chat away and fair play to them and stuff, but I just like to sit and read my book and yeah. try and nap. And anything, if I'm traveling in any capacity and there's a slight movement and I read, I fall asleep really, really quickly. Right. Like I'm gone. What if what if I sit down in the middle? It's a four and a half hour flight to Tenerife, right? Um, you're sitting, hood up, sunglasses on, looking out the window. What happens if I sit down and go, I nudge, I nudge you, right? <laughs> I put all my things in and you don't know me, right? I'm not me. You've right. been organised for 15 minutes. No, right. well, I'm so efficient at it. <laughs> right, and okay. I nod you and go, what about the show? Hey. Um, How are you getting out of that? I go, what about the show? Well, you just Did go, you have some crack making that? I just go, aye, it was great crack. <laughs> but then I have loads more questions. I go, oh, brilliant. Um, Series it, one, episode one. So you see if it sort of gets to that point. Because sometimes you, I get wild bad anxiety now as well. And I, I remember Saoirse saying the same thing. Like coming under like crowded spaces, it's instinctual anxiety now. It's not like it's not like the sort of social situations beforehand. It is sometimes it's just because you, you don't know what's going to happen. So you do have instant anxiety. So it's what being overwhelmed by the amount of people. I and just because of loved experiences now, you sort of instantly panic and then it takes a while for you to sort of calm down and realise it's fine. Yeah. That's your instinct yeah, is to yeah. panic and just hide yourself. Yeah. And then you do the odd hello or whatever, you wouldn't be I wouldn't be rude. Yeah. But some in some situations, I, I would be. I, I wouldn't mind if people looked at me and thought she's rude. I'm okay with that in situations. As opposed to the whole flight having to talk. Because here's the Are difference: mm. if I sit down beside someone, I, I go like this. <laughs> sure, isn't it me? I go. Anything, I do a Q and A. I go here. Anything anyone wants to know, and they're like, "We don't want to know anything." And I, I've changed your mind. Like, I'm in 14C. Just right here. Um, That's one way to combat it because then people be like, "What a dose!" and just leave yeah, you alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good technique. Yeah, I was sitting beside, uh, or in the row beside, not sitting beside, but mm. across from me, Richard Dormer from Blue Lights. Right. And I just watched Blue Lights that week. Like we had watched it in our house that week, and he in season one is like the main guy, mm-hmm. and he's brilliant in it. And I, I liked him from Game of Thrones and stuff. And 
he was just, you know, keeping his head down. And I wouldn't have said anything anyway because I was like, you know, give him a space and it's a mm. Belfast flight. He'd be tortured with people who just watched Blue Lights. But I, I did give him a, in, in the airport when we were collecting the bags, I gave him a, just that. Aye, that's nice. So I got a couple of these. Yeah. A couple of them, which that's, I'm happy enough. Yeah. I, it's just it's one of them things. So you sort of run the risk of, you know, people, thankfully most people are really, really nice. But yeah. just because my anxiety gets quite bad, there's no point in even trying to have a conversation because it won't be very interesting. Yeah. It'll be really short one-word answers. and Yeah. Some of the people go, any crack? And I'm like, no. no. I'm just in the but that's true. Yeah, I don't have any crack ever. No? Not really, no. You must do. No. Not really. I love a re- Do you think because we're talking about fleeces, Jing is just Jing is an age thing? I think it is, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. I don't want loads of crack. No. I don't want loads of like, oh, you'll never guess what happened. I don't want that. Three times a week you have a bit of crack. I have a bit of crack that wouldn't be interesting to our people. Do you know, yeah. like within your friend group and stuff that I'm, yeah. I love? Yeah. But like I don't have... I don't have drama. I don't have like, oh, you'll never believe or so and so. I don't have any, and I don't want any of that. I, I like. Really I don't quiet. want any of it, but I don't mind hearing it. Oh, I'll hear from our people. Yeah, yeah, oh, I'll yeah. I'll be there, happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a wee, have a and wee nosy, but do don't bring, like? bring me into it. I like when people have a bit of something for you, but mm. they don't give you it all straight away at once. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, if someone goes, let me. I need to tell you this thing. I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Aye. Relax. We'll put Light the kettle on. Tell me a bit about you know. Mm. Build it up. I don't like someone who just comes out with it. I like Aye. this sort of hint around it and that kind of thing. You would love my daddy. He's a storyteller and a half. Well, then next time... And I'll... he holds back the, the punchline yeah. and the people. Yeah. He'll tell you, you'll never believe what happened. This person, until you ring around it and you're you're at the point going, who was it? Yeah. Tell me. And then he just goes, so-and-so and just walks out. Yeah. That's what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> I, ideally, I sit beside you down the flight. Aye. That would be perfect. Jesus Christ. Do you like football? Um, Not really, no. Oh, because I would say... Cause I, I not a football family. You know what I'll do? I need to stop doing this. When I finish reading 442 on a flight, Aye. if it's like, and this is sexist, but if it's a guy sitting beside me, Aye. I go like this. I go, yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's nice though. I go, I go, but no one's ever said yes. Everyone's no. like, why do you have a football comic? A football magazine? Yeah, magazine. You're 35. High you know? vantage. I go, it's the wee man. It's my son's. <laughs> like, he's not with you though. It's my six month old. He yeah. loves it. <laughs> so, um, but I would, I would still offer that. But, that, but I wouldn't offer it to, I wouldn't offer it to a woman. So that's, she might, like football. Person. she might like football. She might like football. Maybe not. Heat magazine or something. But also, man, I used to. I used to love heat. Do you know? I used to as well when I was on holidays years ago. Yeah. But I don't. I don't really read the, the magazines anymore. I'm not really on it. Well, you could. That's mad that you could pick it up by chance and then you could just be in it. I and also you could be in the style section. I mean, who knows? Probably not. But again, I don't do a whole lot in terms of like. Yeah, because they're you're, they're usually like people's like personal lives and what they've announced on Instagram. I'm assuming now. Yeah, and like the gossip of their lives, and I don't have a lot. I don't have any gossip, thankfully. So it'd be pretty dull. It'd be like Tim Lee goes to the shop again. Yeah, do you know? <laughs> she gets petrol in her car again. Yeah, by Where, herself. Now, maybe you can say this, maybe you can't. You were living in last time we chatted. You were living just outside the dairy. Yes, you still living there. I love how you said the dairy. Did I? I didn't say the dairy. Did, no, did but, I'm, the but hey, I'm going to yes, start saying it now. Head. I'm going to start saying it now. The dairy, the Craigan. Um, I was, I. No longer. Okay. I Just just travel around. Yeah? Nomad. Like a vagabond? <laughs> like a wee vagabond, I. I like that. I would like to have travelled more, but I didn't. You, you still can. <laughs> no, like, no. You're not in some sort of convent. No, like, you know, uni and all. I wish I had gone. I say this in podcasts so, so much now, but I just, I got, I got like, I applied to uni and they were like, yeah, yeah, come in, I went, I will. And then I just went, so one day I just went, nah. And I don't know why I didn't go. Well, it wasn't meant for you. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I yeah. don't think Uni's all cracked up to be, if I'm honest. I think you're so, so, so young to pick what you want to do with your life. I think yeah. it's the same. Yeah, it's 18, mad. it's like, pick what you want, get on the debt and just go for it and just let's freewheel it. Yeah. I think it's insane. I think, I've only started thinking recently, school uniforms are mad. They are mad, especially gears wearing skirts. It's and boys, like we miniature businessmen. Uh, it's weird. In a suit. And I remember even walking to school in Catholic schools with the snow like past our ankles and having, and they're like, wear thick tights. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Why are you, it's obviously some sort of but you control like, or bigger issue, but you, like. Did you just get to do this? Summer uniform? No. Did they, oh. So we had skirts. Oh, no, but this is primary school. You had, um, to wear trouser, you had to wear trousers, a polo shirt and a jumper. But then summer uniform, they go. Mm. And I one day got picked to show the uniform off in all the different classrooms. I got brought around. Shorts. Right. But like trouser material. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Awful. Um, Polo shirt and your own shoes. We because gears were obviously we had skirts. We just had to keep wearing skirts and just don't wear tights. I don't know what it's like now for kids, but it was it's so bizarre. Yeah, it's like who's who's freaking out if we wear trousers? Yeah, what's falling apart? Yeah, socially if we have trousers on? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and it's just it's oppressive and it's bullshit. Yeah, is what it is. Um, what's a weird? Have you uh, read anything weird about yourself recently or anything? Hmm. Or even like heard, like, you know, you, you know, sometimes you'll be like, like I've talked to, for some reason this is the thing with male comedians here, mm. you'd be like, someone would be like, ah, someone was saying they heard you got smacked in the butt last week and you're like, I'm gone out. I haven't been out in 12 years. Aye. I haven't gone a night out since 2009. Um, I, like, s- <clears throat> I sort of get like, I'll have people like randomly, I don't really check messages that often on Instagram, but if I do... I got. I went through a period of people kept sending me videos and pictures of random women with curly hair and being like, I can't believe I'm standing beside you. And I'm like, that's a random woman. Don't but did do they that. genuinely think that? They thought it was me. Right. Or, or well, you know, they apparently thought. Yeah. But then I, I looked and like, you take a step back. It's like, I just keep getting pictures of these random women by by random men. Yeah. In bars or festivals or whatever. I think it's a convert. That's, if it's a guy doing that, that's just a conversation. Sort of, oh, was it not you? Oh, yeah. It's oh, just well. a man being a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it happens a lot. Like things like that happen, or a lot of people pretend to be me if they have a dairy accent and curly hair. I've had people come up and be like, I was in New York on holidays. People thought I was you, and I just went with it. And we got on loads of places for free. We got loads of free drinks. Um, I had people mentioned saying, It was a great DB, great DC last night. I had a great time with you. Um, <laughs> your number's not working. And I'd uh, love, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought like, you told me to get you on here. And I just yeah. feel like that's a sin. Somebody pretended to be me and took the absolute piss out of you. Yeah. And these things happen. Stuff like that. I get to look at like things all the time. Mm. No one's like, no one's getting anything out of it. Though, really. I see them on Instagram and they actually yeah. do look like you. But they're not able to like, the difference is no one's like, you're not getting free drinks on night out for looking like no, me. No, they're just, you look you're like just getting someone, one person going, you look a wee bit like she and Todd. And you go, huh. You're not able to like, I can't get in any, so like <laughs> people can't get in anywhere. I wouldn't even try and do that myself. I wouldn't walk up and be like, do you know what? I'm probably going in for free here. Jamie O'Donnell. Yeah. I wouldn't do that myself, but people who look like me in the same accent do. Now, what do you do? Say someone offers you, say you're in a restaurant mm-hmm. and then the middle person goes, listen, that's on the house, don't worry about it. Do you do you do a polite refusal or do you just go, cheers? Um, a polite refusal and then feel a wee bit awkward. Yeah. My friend says to me a couple of times, she's like, you're like the shittest celebrity or famous person that I've ever Like, loved. yeah, blagging things and all that. I'm not, I'm not I can't. Nah, or like I, a double check, or is that okay? And my friend's like, obviously it's okay. Yeah, Don't but I, I think I'm that's like, a thing from here though. Ah, it is. Because when you did the JD Sports campaign there, mm-hmm. I messaged you and was like, this is, th- that's, I want to do something like that. Uh, do you get, because in my head, you do, remember Supermarket Sweep? 
Yes. In my head, you get to do that in any JD Sports at any time. No. You get like 30 seconds. Trolley. Steel Winton. Is he still with us? Has he not? When did that happen? God only takes the best. <laughs> really? Mm. Oh, I think I actually remember that. Ah. Well, let's take a moment. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just up. So back to Dave. I just have one sec. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, for something like that, I would, I would just want all the free stuff. I, I say, I think that's pretty, yeah. that's pretty um, standard. Um, and it does say about like, because I offered to buy it, to buy the stuff that I was wearing, some of it, because it looked great. And stuff I would never thank myself. And then someone puts it on, you're like, oh, this looks great. I would like to buy it. And but there's no way then they're going to go, all right, that's four, it's 40 quid. I know, but I'm waiting to hear back. There, There's a whole back and forth. Let's go through a few different people. But um, I think it's, it's, it's coming my way, whatever I wanted out of the shit. Oh, so you'll be able to go, I want one of those Aye. pair of, the, oh, I love that. Because I did offer to buy it, and I would never assume yeah. I can get something for free, I really wouldn't. Yeah. Even when, apart, arguably, I'm supposed to. Yeah, yeah. I still wouldn't, because it just, as you say, you're from this part of the world, and you you don't just sort of take to this, this career, like a duck to water, you don't be like, right now everything's mine. Yeah. You don't go from, like, fucking yeah. struggling to being, like, the world's mine. Yeah, It yeah. takes a wee while to wrap your head around stuff like that. If you could work with any brand where you get all free stuff, like Haribo or anything, what would you? What would it be? Ooh... Any brand? Lego. Timberland. The producer? Yes. <laughs> All has fleece jackets. All lot. merch at the tone. Timberland merch. Um, Here, can Timberland I just shoes. say, he, see, see during what, the peak of going out mm-hmm. for my age? Yes. See when you heard a Timberland beat out? Everything's like... I was, well, I was talking about this recently, right? And it's sort of looking back at like, I mean, I don't really go out much now or drink or anything. As I say, pretty, pretty dull and great life. But like, I think about our generation of like what was mainstream at the time when mm-hmm. we hadn't the clubs oh. before or after 18, whatever it yeah. was. Hip hop and R&B were mainstream. So it was like Ludacris and Nelly, like Eminem, Dr. Dre, all that yeah. was like, you couldn't have went under a bar. No. Without that being played, that was the mainstream music. You, if you think of one song brilliant. from then, what is it? Mine is Timbaland, The Way I'm R. You know the start of that? Aye. No, that's not that. <laughs> That's the worst. Is that, are you not doing that dance too? That's what <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a that's before I have to wait for that to finish. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That's the remix, then. Yeah. Um, I think of things Kelly like, um, do you know what do you call a ludicrous song? I've just listened to it. Uh, stand up, stand up, and if you notice, right? See, like the Ludacris and Nelly and all them sort of songs in that that era. Most of the choruses were callbacks, so there was a bit for the boys, a bit for the girls, yeah, and then yeah, a, wee, yeah. a wee tiny, a wee dance that everybody could do. Yes, obviously that was like pre TikTok, you yeah. know, substantially. But I remember that was like the vibe, and like our first night out, proper social experiences of nightclubs, and it was bloody brilliant. I remember the first time being out. I was in Mallorca. Mm-hmm. And I was I was out. It was like 16, 15 or sixteen mm. or something. And "Sexy Back" by Justin Timberlake <sighs> came on the TV. They were showing like music videos. That's right, right. And that was the first time I heard that. And I was like, "That's that's a that's a great it's song. An anthem. That's a really good song." Now, you, think, you think I'll never get sick of that? No, I know. No, I was sitting having a meal with like my man and stuff, so I wasn't <laughs> like I wasn't throwing any shapes. <laughs> but like that was because I think, and I because I don't go out like especially to nightclubs now. Mm. But I can't imagine they. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think they would let themselves go the way we did in terms of people were doing like stupid dances back in the uh, day and no one really cared. Because there, no there were no video phones yeah. really. And if they yeah. were, they were terrible quality and you had yes. enough space for 12 pictures. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. 
But now I think they'd be too scared to like properly dance. Or maybe I they are. I don't know. I mean, they all have routines now, don't they? They all have TikTok dances. They have routines they and retainers. Routines and retainers. Now, what we and should attitudes. do is just go out. And just go for it. But it has to, like, going out now, you, you could, you, I couldn't let myself go now. No. Because you'd be like, I, they, I, they will think I'm an undercover policeman. Aye. For you, know? you, they would. Yeah. For me, they just think, look like I'm out of my head or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you remember going out how sweaty you used to get? Mm. Do you remember how sweaty everybody was? You were just, because you were dancing. You the were dancing, whole night. and the the bar was had too many people in it. Probably, yeah. let's be honest. And all the alcohol or all the drinks they gave you, the cheapest drinks were the, obviously the alcohol. And you remember the 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 pound VKs and VSs and all that utter shit. Smir- I I go for alcohol pops. I go with Smirny Ice. That was expensive. That's I went it. with the cheap version, which was right. VSs, VKs, just the just about a pound fifty a drink. Right. What I used to drink back in the day, day before that, when I was too young to be in nightclubs, and I still was. I used to drink um, pint bottles of Guinness. Okay. Hi. That's a mad look for a 14-year-old. <laughs> and a tracksuit and big fuzzy hair and one eyebrow. Um, I just rounded off the, the sex appeal and just thought, Guinness. Yeah. No, do you know what it was? Because my daddy was a bouncer and he had horror stories of drinking spirits. Right. And that's how you get assaulted and raped and battered. Right. So I don't but know, with a bottle of Guinness? But with, uh, with beer and Guinness, yeah. you're safer. Plus you're giving out a vibe. You're giving out a vibe. Of when like, you're a young girl... Drinking a Extra drinking stout. a uh, yeah, just <laughs> like, for it. Give her some space. Like, uh, yeah. Did you ever go to Belfast for nights out there when you were younger? Would you have come up um, from there? Was that like a big day, like on a on a bus or anything? I think I went to Kelly's, which is Portrush, isn't it? Yeah. Did I come to Belfast? Maybe every so often, but not. It's it was a wild trek, and then you have to think about like paying the bus, paying in. But hey, nowadays, as we said, the, the, the Glen Sheen, you'd have been. Two That's nights it. a week, you'd have been up. Because uh, to be honest, it would have been over two hours. Nobody yeah, stopping everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then two hours back, it's four hours of a night out. That's it's massive yeah. when you're young. I when I when I did dairy two weeks ago there, I was like, I'm gonna do more. I'm gonna come up an hour early. Mm. I'm gonna see a bit of dairy. Yes. I just went to Nando's again. Both both nights. I, there's I Nando's here. Exactly the same thing. I know. Isn't there like two Nando's in Belfast? There is three. Three. Yeah, one closed. All right. Well, fair enough. Like they went. We've lost Dale Whitten on the Victoria Square in Ando. <laughs> um, it's been a tough week. Um, so, um, sc- screw the, the uh, prison programme you did. Yes. Was out in, uh, had just came out, season two. Yes, I think it's just, well, it's still on all four. Um, and the last episode was over was a couple weeks ago. See, on because TV. of the writer's strike in America, did, mm. that influ- did that have any knock-on effect to that show? Not to that show, but to other, okay. other jobs, I... Sort of everybody it's, sort of felt it. It's so nuts because I, I just hear a little bit about that here and there. But my friend Jack is a writer in America, mm. and we're working on a script together. And it is like that's nuts. And what do you mean? What's nuts? Just in general? Just that. Just that. No one is writing, and no one's allowed to write anything there. Aye. Or like put it for up for TV. Like people are just haven't been working in that industry mm. for so long. But I think is it over? Or is it like I think it. Is. I think they announced it, didn't they? That it's it's they've come to some sort of um, agreement so to move you, forward. Were you auditioning for stuff that they they've had, they turned around and went, "We'll just put this on ice or something." Aye, so that happened where there was um, there was offers and things that were supposed to go into production a couple of different times. Um, it was all set to to sort of move forward with it, and then one thing led to another, and um, because it was American productions, they also it halted. And it's it's crap, obviously that you. 
in that position but I think for the greater good for the people who are working in the industry and for the the greater good of the entire industry I think it's it's important that people stick up for themselves and yeah and they put their foot down when they're not when they're not being treated the way they should yeah do you know what I mean have you I think last time we, you were on you were talking about writing and and uh, you enjoy doing that is that something you've kept up doing you're still doing it is yes um what what do you when you write right yeah. say you're like oh, I'm, I'm I'm writing tonight yeah what do you what environment do you create um I don't really sit down and be like I'm writing I tried to do that a couple of times and then if, if nothing comes out or you're not inspired, you sort yes. of feel like, I do this thing where I feel like, well, not anymore, but I used to feel like a failure. Right. And I'm like, you've got everything here and you're still not doing it. Do you know what I mean? So oh, all the time. Whatever, whatever if it sort of pops into my head. I do a yeah. lot of maladaptive daydreaming, which I just found out that's a thing. I think we all know I won't know what that is. Okay, right. As far as I'm aware, obviously I heard of somebody on TikTok. <laughs> so it's, it's proper yeah. medical advice. Um, <laughs> it's just whenever you daydream and you go into a whole other world in your head and you spend hours and hours in this fantasy reality you've made up in your head or a few different worlds you right, keep you going want me back to, come up to. Can, I, can I come up with something now doing that if you want but it's usually to yourself because it's daydreaming no I'll tell you okay <laughs> this will be good so it's like a, is this an idea for a show no it's you don't have to connect it to <laughs> You don't have to like connect it to like work or like everybody does it in every industry and just human beings. I don't know if it's a coping mechanism from trauma or just bored with your life. You just create another mental reality for yourself. I'm not going back in there. You're not. I went in, and then I, I'm I, I need out. Too many fleeces. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Thought, yeah, yeah. It's, just, <laughs> it's cheap I, and sweaty. I'm leaving. Here, do you have? But say you are right. Say you're like writing a script. Yeah. Do you listen to music? Constantly. But what do you listen to? And at what volume? Because that's important. Say while we're I'm writing, writing in the same room. Yeah, yeah. So don't do it while I'm writing. Because nothing on? Nothing on. I need to be quiet because... Oh, but then, your thought, then you hear your thoughts. I, that's why. But, but I, I don't Dangerous mind Dangerous game. I've, I've, made, I've made my peace with the, the trauma and the sadness in my life and growing up. I've really... Took a lot out of me. Took a lot to get here. But I'm here now and I'm actually... I'm happy enough with my, my thoughts. Do, mostly. Do, you, do you know, Joe, think that's why people... Probably our age listen to have headphones in all the time constantly. Um, potentially I, but I do I do listen to a lot of music. Like I I see it now as like I theme tune my entire life. Yeah, just yeah, for yeah. my own pleasure. Yeah. In the house myself, if I have to get up and tidy, or just even making a cup of tea, or put on I'll put on music that I feel the vibe I'm in, and try and keep it positive, and just have a wee. This is like the theme tune to my. What vibe were you in tea. this morning? What say? What vibe were you in this morning? I was in just sort of like um, a wee sort of bouncy, happy, trying to stay in, because of a while lot happening at the moment, and I sometimes spread myself a bit too thin and then can't focus on something, and then I find out, like later I'll look back, and like I didn't really enjoy that the way I should have. Yeah. So I'm trying to really focus on like happy, bouncy, yep. positive stuff, yep. and not see things as sort of stuff I have to do, as stuff I get to do. Maybe like the Baja Men or something like that? Exactly. Thong song, right yeah. away. <laughs> I, I promise on my kids, yep. I was thinking Cisco Thong song before I said Baja Men. I swear. Isn't that mental? Aye. Your brains are communicating, aren't they? Joe's song I preferred from Cisco, Dance what? With Me. Do you remember that? It's ringing a bell. What would it go? Uh, Five, six, seven, eight. Well, I just, I'll tell you before I tell you this, at the start of it, he does, I know that thong song. He does the laugh. Like, I love the thong song, but the only thing that annoyed me was the laugh at the start. Because it's just such an annoying laugh where he, at the start he talks, because songs did that then. Oh, I. So he's like, uh, Talking about like the, the what guys talk, what guys talk about, oh, and then he says, song. "Yeah, he goes, you know, the finer things in life." <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> and when he does, when, see when he does that laugh, I that turns me it's off. Like, Fuck up. Um, 
What were, oh, so I I listen to music when I'm writing, but it has to be quite a low down level. Mm. And the only music I can listen to without getting distracted is a Van Mor- a Van Morrison album, Astro Weeks. I because I used to do coursework. Yeah. To that. Okay. And it's still it's if I listen to anything else, I'm I'm I lose focus, but I, I can have that on and work. I find that whenever I am writing something down, even when I'm typing. Mm-hmm. My brain thinks quicker than I can write. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever do that and you end up just well, drawing a line? Well, we stand up all the time. I, I so come then up I with think ideas. if I have music on top of that, it'll just yeah. be like a disaster. Yep. I come. Up, I can't listen to music and read. Right. Because I... I can. I think that can be quite nice sometimes. No, because then I start seeing the lyrics of the song oh, on okay. the page. Okay. Or the other way around. I think I, <laughs> I, think I get confused. Song kill. I think I get confused about what I'm taking in. Aye, you know, because one it's too much. Yeah, because you're you're hearing or your <laughs> your eyes and ears are getting words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I struggle. It's just to, words. Yeah, because I'll be I'll be reading Harry Potter. Aye, and listening to Dolly Parton, but I think I'm hearing Harry Potter. Oh, I see, I you see. know what I mean. Aye, that makes sense. So yeah, um, it's not great. My, no, I, I need to like have. I need to be comfy to write. So uh-huh. I, I, I can't write in jeans. Right. It would have to be like shorts or tracks with bottoms. I just don't wear jeans unless I have to anyway. Like if I don't have to, if I'm in the house, I'm fully tracksuited or shorts. Or... I, I am now getting to the point where I go, do I have to be always in like jeans or something? Uh, when I'm, see, do you sit in jeans in the house? No, but I'm, I'm feeling like I sort of have to now. Why? Because here's all I want to wear. Here's all I want to wear all the time. Yes. Tracksuit bottoms, mm-hmm. trainers, and a football top. That's all I want to wear. That's all I wore until I was 16, 17. Mm-hmm. That is all I want to wear all of the time. Makes sense. But I start to think, you know, because you, it becomes, when fellas, my opinion of when fellas wear football tops is, mm. there's a sort of age where you almost, you have to be going, if you're going to play five-a-side, be in the top. Because even like, I've got the point where I can't now wear a football top with a player's name on the back. Uh, You're too old for that. Uh, Why have you got a wee eighteen year old na- lad's <laughs> name on the back of your top? You know exactly. So then I'm go. I wear a retro top because then that's okay. Mm-hmm. But then I'm just like, I think I look weird when I'm out in my tracksuit bottoms and a football top at this age. Masculinity you know? is a prison. It really is. And I have a life sentence. <laughs> it really, really <laughs> yeah. is. If a wee girl wears a football top, it's like she's adorable. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, I know yeah. there's bigger problems with that, like in general for everybody. Yeah. But stuff like this, especially as you get older, you start to see it's like, oh, the fellas get fucked over as well. Yeah. The boys are fucked too. I, and then I and I and I just want to wear and I like wearing caps, but I look like I, so bad in a hat. I, I look so bad in I a get hat. I don't you think you're a hat imagine. guy. I'm definitely not a hat guy. But sometimes <laughs> I'll see a hat and go, "This is the one," <laughs> and I'm so excited about it. And then, but I just, I look like... You don't have the vi- the look for a hat, like a vibe. You don't, ha- you don't have the, the hat face. Do you know what I'm saying? No. You do a wee bit. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen you in a hat, but just imagine it. No, you, you will never see me in a hat. I, you've got good hair, you don't need a hat, first of all. Yes. Great hairline. But then once that goes, I'm just wearing hats. You need wee roly beanies. You need to, you need to do, you need believe, to do the hipster. Believe me when I say, is there a beanie anywhere in, the, in this building? If there is a beanie anywhere in this building, <laughs> please find it and I'll roll it up <laughs> and we can see what that looks like. Like a wee plumber. Could there be a beanie in Dave's room? Fosty, see if there's a beanie in Dave's room. I, I, I guarantee it's, a it's not a look. 
Oh. I think I've been able to be, do you know what I mean? With the wee rolled hipster, wee funny moustache, London Can't guy. Can't grow a moustache. No. You've got a good jaw, you're good. I know. It's fine. Um, I hope he, I hope he has a beanie Because you in a hat, like a peaked hat, it would look like you're pl- you're playing the part of a thug in a drama in like some sort of TV show. Do you know what it looks like? What? I'm going to meet John Cena. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> looking like a wash foundation. Yes, that's <laughs> exactly you're what so it looks like. You're so fair though. I know, you but need it your looks... tinted if you're going to wear a hat, first and foremost. But but see, because I get my head shaved at the sides, Aye. it then looks like I, it's, it's it's not too fair. it's not a look. It it's not a look. I think there's nothing fair about it. And I I think that's great that you understand that and you just accept it. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Uh, I like a hat. I said a wee hat. There's no hats. There's no hats. You again, can... this is this is the unfair thing. I love a peaked hat and I wear them all the time and I get away with. It. And even if my hair shit, it's like ah oh, yeah, a wee hat. Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm just. I'm tr- I'm definitely transitioning into older guy look. Yeah. And I'm I'm hundred percent with it. I'm getting a few greys. I'm just gonna I'm Fair just gonna enough. give in to it. Because what's the point of not doing that? Do you know what I mean? I think you get to a point. Just you just think fuck it. Yeah. And you realise it's all bullshit. All the bull- all the stuff that you made to feel bad for growing up. That fails or this, scares or that. Blah blah. It's all bullshit, yeah. and it means nothing. Yeah. And it doesn't really affect your life unless you let it affect your life. Yeah. It really doesn't. It's not going to affect my life anymore. I mean, does it matter? I'm breaking out of that prison. Just break away. And you have the experience because you've worked, you've done two series now. Of oh, Screw? Yeah. I know. So you know all There's the no prisons. There's no way you'd be in Screw. <laughs> I could be, I could be like a, a vulnerable the, guy in it. I feel like you would be the guy who's coming from head office. You've got head office vibes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and, and, I'm a, and a volunteer at head office. You know I, what I mean? Like, a, like I've said before, my ultimate job would be... Um, uh, supermarket car parks just making sure see if you're in the mother and baby space Aye. I'll make sure you, Get the you, fuck you need out to be there Aye. you know what I mean Job's clipboard worth. I look like I should have a clipboard 100% well I used to and I said this and we did the um, SSE we did a big live podcast mm. and on it I said listen I've, I've worked here before because back in the day when MTV came over to Belfast for the European Music Awards yep. I worked at that for MTV as a clipboard loader that was my job what did, where did you load them? just tomorrow just there? Yeah. I got unbelievable at it. And I got <laughs> and I met um loads of celebrities. Bieber, mm. Brian May, Katy Perry. Nothing came to the clipboard. I said all right to Lady Gaga. Did she? Yep. Did she say it back? Yep. She didn't say all right. <laughs> all right, kid. Is that right? <laughs> Is that right no, I said, All right. Something like that. Hiya. Yeah. And she and she said hello or something. You know a gr- uh, she gave me a great which is exactly what I would want if I subside her on a flight. She gave me the exact response I would yes. want on a plane. I just said, I said all right, and she hi, you know that was it. Mm, that was, was it. enough. Have you met any? Um, have you met any big celebrities recently or anything? Um, no. This is a terrible interview. So I guess ah. before I uh, come back down here, I'll get some gossip for you. Um, I mean, how, how are we talking, Liam Neeson? Come on. Anyway. When did you meet Neeson? He was in Derry. Oh, yes. that's right. Do you remember? That's right. I love that so much. I do too. Um, I met Lisa McGee. Yes, huge celebrity. She was doing um, a podcast that we were doing a live podcast, mm-hmm. and they were doing two in one night, and she was the guest first, and then it was me. So we just passed each other briefly. Oh, very good. Aye. But she was really nice. Lisa's lovely. I yeah. Did you say to her, Lisa? It's a crack. I talked about auditioning for Dairy Girls on the podcast uh, I did, and then I was like, I'll probably have a funny conversation with her after. She left. She fair off. Did she, she hear go. you and go? Ugh, no, I think she had. Le- I think she made the decision. <laughs> As soon as her podcast was done, she's way home. 
Uh, she's a buzzy woman. Yeah. Um, what is the next thing you're going to do? What's the next project you want to do? Because uh, we're talking about like whenever you're writing um, and I sort of, I just write whenever things pop onto my head. I try to like carve out time during the day and it works sometimes but there's usually times I'm in bed in the middle of the night and I'm doing this daydreaming thing and then suddenly I'm like, and yeah. now you're on and then I'm like, oh my God, that's a script and then I'll jump up and just yeah. start writing stuff down at like two in the morning. But that's me with material as well. Think of a joke in the middle of the night and uh, go, God, that's great. I'm going to turn that into... And then the next morning I go, what on earth? What was it? I, no, I can't I can't go and write it down. I have to for, I force enough to get up and put it on my phone, on my notes app on my phone. I might get a dream catcher. You should get a dream catcher. Because then I'll remember it. Yeah, you can just pack it out the next day. Yeah. I have no. a dream catcher. Oh, do you? Of course. Do you? I do, yeah. From, where'd you get it? My friend got it to me. Oh, nice. Aye. It's just sort of... I've always wanted to be things. I always wanted one as a kid. Is it above, one. right above where you sleep? No, I haven't got it in my room at the minute. It's a long way because I haven't. I'm <laughs> you got a have you got a dream catcher beside your kettle? <laughs> I dream all day, every day, all over my house. No, but I'm in the middle of um, of moving, so a lot oh, of stuff okay, is okay. all my good stuff and my nice stuff because I've I've collected wee pieces of art and stuff from traveling and different holidays I've been on and treat myself like a million dollars and I've got it all. I'm not I'm not unpacking it, and putting it away, or just hanging yep. it anywhere if it's not my house house. So what's the last holiday you went on? Why is my memory so bad? Um, oh, Adelaide. Where? Uh, Rome to see Saoirse. Rome's class. I thought I got pickpocketed in Rome, but I didn't. I'm so relieved when I didn't. Uh, how did you think? I announced that I'd been pickpocketed. <laughs> pickpocket! Have you seen those videos? No. Oh, you haven't seen the lady? No. Oh, speaking of, t it's the best thing on TikTok. Right. There's a lady who goes round. Um, is it Naples? I think it's Naples. Um, and she's like a local resident who's mm. just like had enough. That with all these pickpockets that go around mm -hmm. all these like young girls go around pickpocketing people so she'll just like film them on her phone and she'll creep up beside them and then just like in public places just say attention pickpocket and this has become a huge trend that people shout this all the time I did it here in Bartlett in Edinburgh and he died of embarrassment <laughs> but he'd never seen the video so he thought it was weird um, but yeah I thought I'd been pickpocketed because and, and your response was just to show pickpocket no I, I, I we were on me and my wife were on a train and I kept. I was like, do you know what I'll do? Responsible adult. Mm. Instead of keeping my wallet in my back pocket where I keep it, keep it in the front pocket. So easier. Huge if, difference. If I feel someone's hand go, I can disable the threat. Okay, in your mind. With, um, yeah. Right. <laughs> An hour after I do this, I'm yeah. so annoyed. And headbutt him. Yeah. And that's him down. So I was like, I'll keep it there. Yeah. We're on the train. It's packed. Mm -hmm. My wife goes, if we were going to be pickpocketed, this is where they would do it. <laughs> I said at that exact moment, I went, well, it's a good thing I've... And I literally went, I said Fuck. really loud, so dramatically, I went, they got me. <laughs> I said really and loud. And they went, Shane, get away. <laughs> Shut up. Multiple times, I said, they got me. And she's like, you just kept walking about with your hands and your <laughs> hips. Saying they got me, right? Disgruntled uncle. And I'm God wearing this big, long, grey coat that I, that I... This is sad. I, I was really enjoying Luther at the time on BBC. Okay. And I, I, I was like, I want to get a coat like that because then you I'll be like, you just get sexier, and then I'll sexier. be like, I'll be like, <laughs> like a wee white Luther, right? So, right. um, I didn't like look like a white Luther, right? Okay. So I was just walking about this. Luther. Pardon? Is that, who, who's it? Is that Idris Elba? Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead. I saw the coat and I went, <laughs> if I get that, I'll be like Idris Elba. Um, so I had this coat and it was more like, do you want? Do you want the problem is it was a long cardigan. That's not the problem. So I, the problem is I'm pickpocketed and I said, I went, 
I said, they got me. I was like, yeah. they got me. And she's like, you said it 50 times. I just kept going, they got And I'm looking at other people. She's looking for her husband. Where did he go? <laughs> I'm looking at other people going, they got me. Hey. I was like, welcome to Rome. <laughs> they got me. And then we got off the train and I'm getting ready to go to the police station, uh, Politia, and all that kind of stuff. And um, my, my wife went, are you sure? And I went, hey, when I said they got me, yeah, I meant they got me. Heart broke for real. It's in my back pocket. Of course it was. Well done, address. <laughs> and, and 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 that still becomes a catchphrase with our friends. Well, if anything, if anybody was going to pickpocket you in that train, they hundred percent would not, because they absolutely mainly made out of not getting pickpocketed. They go, they go. They'd be like, oh. No, they go. Is that Lucy? Is that, that just fucking elbow? That's not a guy you miss because the way I was standing, uh, big long coat. They thought it's he like was your dad talking about the, the long bouncer coat. Uh, but he's actually a bouncer. Yeah, that's a this problem. This is a difference. That's the issue. He's been he's been in security since. And he's I was 18. wearing a wee cap as well. This is what I was going to say to you. You should just wear a cap and nothing else. They think, ugh. And nothing and else. Le- and just leave you alone. <laughs> yeah, that, no one's getting pickpocketed. No. If you I'm on a train in Rome, will you do? <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Women do, men not so much. She's like, will you pay for this? I go, give me two minutes. One, uh, one sec. <laughs> You just wear your hat and your wee outfit with wee propeller on it. She's like, oh, you kept your wallet under the hat? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, Rome's great. I really liked Rome. I loved it. But there was too many people. Aye, that can get annoying just in general, can't it? Yeah, around all the tourist sites. So I went over for a few days um, for the sort of a long weekend with Saoirse and she was called into work on the Friday. I got there the Thursday night. Called into work on the Friday. So the day we had planned, um, she obviously couldn't do. So I was like, and I love my one of my favourite things. Did you plan it? No, we were going to do a couple of different things. I wanted to see oh, her as well. Oh, I love Aye. that. So that's what I ended up doing on the Thursday night. Um, I planned to make my day. And I love nothing more than just like a pair of comfortable shoes and just exploring a new city by myself. Yes, and a cool. coffee and big sunglasses and just thinking, yeah. this is what loving is. You, I love all that. We croissant or something? No, I actually went to a, a restaurant and had a bowl of spaghetti for my breakfast. It was lovely. It was really, really nice. I asked for a spoon and the guy was really impressed. I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> International lady. Spaghetti hoops. <laughs> <laughs> toast. But um yeah. I ended up all the way to Rome. <laughs> no. I don't see spaghetti hoops. Yeah. Two chicken boxes. <laughs> but uh we I got there and I had about a time before my um my tour was to start in the Coliseum because I booked in and all that. Um so you go in like we groups mm-hmm. and then I was going to book a thing for like a few art galleries and I'm glad I didn't. I thought I'll just see how I feel with this because it's a lot of walking. And I got there, like, you know, like nailed it, had my coffee on time, got out the door, had done a wee bit of shopping in the morning, it was brilliant. And then I got there, um, mad about myself, just thought I've nailed this. And I went to find my group, had my wee thing and all here, and I was like, this is me. And the guy looked at me and went, that's tomorrow. And I was like, fuck. But then I'd done the usual, like, oh, you were like, yeah. women <laughs> pretend to be stupid is the best tool we yeah. have. Just like, oh, yeah. like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And um, he was like, oh, you rascal, jump on with my group. <laughs> I was like, thanks so much, you're my hero. And then we got on, um, we went round the, the Coliseums. Like it was a bright, there's all different variations of the tour you could yes. do. Because obviously they're huge, but it was really, really interesting. Yeah. We done around there and then I added on the extra bit of the tour. So you kind of went across the, fight the, across the, the street. I, we had a full scrap. <laughs> Me and Sonny from Belfast. <laughs> yeah. um, so we ended up then, it was like a whole walk back. Do you know you go up around like the old ruins? St. Peter's Hill, is that what it's I, called? All that. Like yeah. it, basically it was four hours, right? Too much. I, I I thought so, but then I don't want to be rude because this wee, this wee man no was lovely, right? Right. And he just went. He just you know someone's like he got great head grande energy, mm-hmm. and obviously because there's loads of tours in, they have their wee stick that you have to. That's my tour guide. Yeah. Above the crowd, his was a long stick with a wee blue My Little Pony attached to it, 
So he was waving this wee pony, and I was like, "Oh, that's well cute." And I thought, "And you give some of my backstory, like I get that off his granddaughter." Yeah, He's yeah, a great yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. So then suddenly I was like, "I don't want to leave him because that's not fair, and I don't want to be rude." But then I got to hour four, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, I need to leave." Yeah, you're weirdo with your my uh, little pony. Pair of, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was, but it was really, really, it was really good. <laughs> but just took fucking ages. Yeah, and then I, I went and had wine then. Because I do the, I go to a city, and we did this in Rome. I'll do the red buster. Mm-hmm. Let me see from a height what's yep. going on and then if I like the look of something I'll go there for longer I like that but I went down to the Coliseum that was one of the places we did go and I, I, I love all that I, I love a bit of history I love a gallery I love um, love just I love information no matter what it is oh this is so embarrassing whenever we were in Rome we can, <laughs> there was like a train stop and I was like I like everywhere that's around here yeah. around, you know there's like nice shops and all around here and I kept telling people after we'd been like if people said they were going to Rome I was like oh <laughs> You need to go. What to, you here? You need to go to Termini. I'm pretty sure it was called Termini. I was like, Termini in Rome is beautiful. You need to go to. Ter- there's a beautiful place district called Termini. Uh, you know what translates as what? Terminal. Ter- <laughs> it was just like the hub for everyone to go. And the I terminal. Was, and I'm trying to be all cultured. I'm like, Termini is my favorite. Are you, are you Barcelona guy yeah. as well? I I yeah. Uh, no no I won't do the. See if see if I'm with some, these guys will tell you. See if I'm with some, our, uh, our mate Tony. If we're if we're uh, having food around the corner, and he asks for like uh, chorizo, I die. I I die. I think that'd be funny. Chorizo. Chorizo. You can't you can't do it here. So, I won't order anything on a menu here if it has a silly name. <laughs> you know, like play, So there's a really popular uh, shout out to them ice cream place in Newcastle called Nuggeletto. Right? Okay. Really popular. Shoot out the door. They have a thing called, it's their signature thing, and it's called a nuggy pot. A nuggy pot? Yeah. I got sent in to get one once. Okay. And I went, I can't sit. Why? Because I can't ju- go in somewhere and Mas- go. Back to masculinity being a Could I have a prison? nuggy pot? No, that's yeah. not, not a. I can say it though, and it's adorable. I'm not worried about retaining my masculine okay. energy. I'm just. I just think it sounds stupid. A nuggy pot. A nuggy. Can I have a nuggy pot? <laughs> I don't want to say that out loud. So I, I, I point. <laughs> I don't go, you get me a nuggy pot. I go, I'll have one of those. Then no. Or I'll point on a menu if it's got like a. Do you think they automatically know that someone like you walks in and goes, so they're looking for a nuggy pot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's pointing at. He's nuggy. This guy in the fleece. Terrified of nuggy pots. Um, I love. I would go back to Rome definitely. I love to having a beer and sitting on the street. Aye, it was it was a great holiday. Um, and then whenever Sears was off on the Saturday, we booked uh, Vespa tours. Um, are you driving? Well, this is the thing. Obviously, I was very busy, but like leading up to it, and Sears was like, "We'll do this. We'll do this." I was like, "Happy days, great. We'll do it." She's like, "Can you?" Because obviously, I have a license, and I was on the thing around Romania. And it didn't occur to me to think about what a Vespa tour entailed. So I went, yeah, yeah, I've got it. She's like, are you sure? I was like, yep, 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 no problem. She's like, so I'm going to book this now. I'm on the back of you. I'm going to follow that. I was like, yeah, 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 no problem. Didn't even think about it until the morning of. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can drive this. I thought I had three wheels. Didn't have two. So then we were there and he's like... You thought you were driving the car from Only Fools and Horses? Basically, I thought that's what was happening. Um, but we no cover on it. Yeah. And, and then I thought to myself, why didn't I take a bit of time yeah. to think can I do this so it turns out I couldn't they gave me a go on it and it was just and they're mental drivers there and I didn't realise that either I didn't I didn't put any thought on it I just went yeah and that was it and then went on with my day and then I mean lesson learned right but <laughs> there's actually a video and it will stay hidden forever of me trying to drive <laughs> one of the the Vespas got to it oh Jesus it's h- hilarious even Saoirse's fella Hector 
obviously I'm friends with him as well and she was like Jamie's go driving he's like are you sure and Sia was like yeah yeah it's fine he's like no no are, are you 100% sure you're in the back of Jamie Lee he's like yeah yeah it's fine she said it's fine he's like I'm not sure and then eventually we rang him we told him all the crack and sent him the video he was like I'm just so <laughs> yeah. glad that he's like somebody else and Jamie Lee's not driving and he was right it would have been a disaster an absolute disaster what and you were doing a travel you were doing a travel are we allowed to talk about you were in Romania oh the Romanian one I so it's, it's out oh, and all yeah okay so you went round in a moped for that no I went round in a 4x4 four four, so oh. I don't know where I've, I felt like that sort of was a crossover skill set so you it went wasn't. in your head you go yeah I can drive a Vespa because I've driven a 4x4 four four. in the centre of Rome by the way <laughs> yeah in the high traffic centre <laughs> of Rome near the Vatican yeah 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 Um, I was like yeah I can do that oh imagine you're a Dairy Girls fan you're on holiday in Rome <laughs> and you all of a sudden you hear a big bang Sears in the back of me ah! middle of the Vatican <laughs> Jesus I know the phones would just that'd be the thing if you guys did crash nowadays the, it would be the phones out I know no privacy no privacy to act like a dickhead but <laughs> do you know we ended up then the guy was really loving he's like I can ring someone now because you just have to book, the, book this in advance and I'll see if someone's free and thankfully someone was free and then another guy came and and then we went around the back for all, it was one of the best experiences Right. it was amazing it was really fast and sort of exciting but safe because I wasn't driving um, when and you see all the pit stops and like really quickly yeah. just drive you to all these get out photograph experience it get back on and go again it's, it was brilliant did you get recognised in Romania? Romania ro uh, everywhere in Romania? in Romania we get recognised I I don't know where the people were from I don't know where their accents were from but I but you think not here? no they weren't Irish I don't know if they were Romanian I'm not. I'm honestly not sure but we get recognised a few times do you think where do you think you wouldn't get recognised? Nepal? I honestly don't know at this stage, to be honest. A court, like, if the messages, their Instagrams or anything to go by, there's not a many places left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're getting, like... What's a weird message you got recently? I love I love this. I don't really read them, re like, recently. Um, I got sent passages of the Bible sometimes um, tell me to repent for my sons and that I'm a, a whorish woman and all this. Right. I mean, from multiple enough. people? Uh, a couple of people. Um... I don't really get. I don't. I don't think I'm at that level to start getting really intense fans and like people being mental. I'm not sure. I don't like I've. I think you're at that level. I don't know. Or I, maybe I'm not that. You know what I think it is. I don't put a lot of my personal life on yeah. the social media or the, the public. It's not the sort of person I am. So I think that limits what people can respond to. Yeah, you know what true. I mean. It's okay to respond to my job and my 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 work and my interviews here and there, but without sharing so much about my life. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of that it sort of holds back connection potentially from, from potential yeah. crazy messages people can't be like oh I know so and so too so right, right, I, right. I mean that's what I, I assume I had a guy message me be like man I see you're coming to Chicago more than welcome to stay at my place never met him nailed it never met him you went yeah imagine I'm like oh you going to the gig <laughs> nah you just sitting in the bed beside him there's people who would take them up on that offer I've said this before I'll say it again I'll never stay in a hostel no never no with strange, like in the room with strangers. Uh, and if you don't need to, I'm not doing the shit I done at twenty when I was on the bones of my arse that I'm, that yeah. I'm doing now when I'm successful. I nearly got arrested. There's in no Rome. judgment on it. But I'm not doing it. I nearly got arrested in Rome. That was been fun. For the cops theft. Are gorgeous. Well done. For theft. How did that go? Um, did you? Are you the pickpocket? Is this the full circle pocket. moment? I was in um, Hard Rock Cafe. Okay. And we were drinking. My stomach's rumbling. Sorry, guys. Pineapple. No are you hungry? No, I'm grand. I just I was on the go since this morning, so it, I didn't. Unless I'm my, I'm like a perfect, like neutral, relaxed date. I struggle date. But I 
read an interview once with JLS, mm-hmm. and they said that um, they always were on the go, always doing mm-hmm. loads of TV and interviews. Fair enough. And they said we always, uh, what would you say, ring fenced, an hour of time ring where fenced. they had dinner. Aye. Okay. So I'm just saying. I know. I know. Need to do it. My friends are sick. Tell me. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I know I rely about too heavily on vitamins. Yeah. In the morning, I'm like, that'll do. Right. A multivitamin or something? No, I take, um, a, well, all together, about nine vitamins. Yeah? Yep. In the morning. And basically, if I shake, a rattle. Yeah. I take, um, this is really interesting, I do my thousand milligrams of vitamin C and mm-hmm. zinc. And right. I use that to wash down uh, D3. Other vitamins? Other vitamins, <laughs> I, um, I take B-complex, D3, a black seed oil. Um, what is black seed oil? Black seed oil is like the sort of super immune system boosting repair amazingness right and then I'll take uh, extra strength omega 3, 6 and 9 the big ones and what else uh, I take um, 2 magnesium at night the glycerin the glycine right. I'm not going to choose if you know these guys know everything they know I'm clear. I take those at night because uh, they, they make you drowsy and then I take uh, BioCult from Pardon? my stomach and then I take extra strength apple cider vinegar I need the black seed oil. You I'll should. You really that. should. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm in Hard Rock Cafe. Yes. I'm drinking pineapple daiquiris. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't believe. Heartburn. Least of my worries at this point. So I'm can I drunk. Can I pull this over a wee bit? Because I just realised I'm sitting directly under overhead light. And I probably look like a disaster. No, you wouldn't even so. say. We'll, we'll do post-production. A post. So... I don't know what post-production means. I just hear people say it. Yeah. I go, we'll do post-production. Yeah, I don't know what it post. is. So, we're drinking pineapple daiquiris. Mm-hmm. Drunk. Okay, okay. Blind drunk. Yeah, with heartburn, no? No heartburn. Oh, they do a thing where they go, if you buy a large, any large cocktail, mm-hmm. you get a free glass, Hard Rock Cafe cocktail glass. Okay. So I go, brilliant, more incentive. In my head, I'm like, I'm going to have like eight glasses. Aye. But at the end of the night, they're you know they're closing up. Attention, they're closing. Right, it's the same one. You're so international. And mad. I go in my head. We're not going to take a glass for every cocktail with that. No. Let me just let's just take two. Mm-hmm. So I f- we finish the drinks, and then I lift the glasses, and I'm like, I'm standing in the hotel above the Hard Rock Cafe. So I go, okay, that's us. Where we go? Mm. Walk out of the place. Security, like you wouldn't like. The SWAT team wouldn't respond like this. I mean, guys coming in from everywhere, all different places. Some guy jumps off a Vespa, runs in. There's like code red. We're swarmed. Why? For glasses? I do, they swarm me and I'm, you know, I obviously am like, hey. Half caught my wife forward, right? I'm like, <laughs> um, and they, <laughs> I've got the Luther jacket on, right? That's so that's is. why there's so much security. They thought there's Aldous Elba. And they go, um, you're like, you're stealing? And I go, no, no, no. These are free. Mm. And what you need to do is show your, you had to go up to the counter and show your receipt for the cocktails. Were you just taking the glasses? And they take you to the gift shop and get oh. you a nice box of glasses. And I was like, I'm saving you a box here. Aye. But we had to go and do that then. I, I felt all told off and I was all embarrassed. And all. So you I just thought like when you're finished a drink, stick it in your bag? Yeah. And that happened to me at the, when I was in Disneyland, Florida, when I was about 12. Aye. It was all inclusive. And I thought that meant... The Tupperware? Whatever you want. <laughs> I took these uh, these big drinking uh, for one for everyone back home these the big steins. cups they were like steins but like plastic for soft drinks Aye. I took about 12 of them but they were just like the restaurants and then Fair there enough. was like the Disney uh, security guards came and uh, got involved 
but it was, it was fine. It was fine. It was just a mix-up. It was okay. Um, I wanted to talk to you a bit about. Um, I want to talk to you about acting, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'd done some auditions. I was telling you about. Yes. And I want to ask you: Has your acting changed? Say since Derry Girls, like say in the last, not even that, say in the last like five years, mm-hmm. has the way you approach acting changed? Do you, is it something you learn all the something you learn with all the time and then go oh why was I doing that I should be doing this or that does that make sense I don't know if that makes sense no I know what you mean um, I suppose it has I think it's evolved yeah. from years ago I think with with life experience and coming through things and sort of as I said like sort of healing trauma from childhood and all that sort of stuff if you start doing all that and unpacking in your 30s as people do I think it's inevitable that your performance and your creativity is going to grow with it and get better because you're more in touch with yourself and you feel more yeah if you understand the world more and understand your experiences more and you're more connected to what, what, what happened and you're more honest with yourself, that, uh, that's going to have a knock-on effect. So I do think it's, it's changed for the better. I, think it's, it's, I just think it's better for, for me. Well, that, I'm more that, comfortable in it. That definitely resonates with me because feeling like more comfortable as a person mm-hmm. and just knowing yourself better definitely helped me with stand-up for sure. I just feel like more comfortable in general. I'm, I'm, I'm probably... Doing, even though stand-up obviously is the ultimate people-pleasing thing because mm-hmm. that's what you're trying to do mm-hmm. I'm not in general I don't think trying to like people-please or trying to be what I think people want me to be I'm just like I may am a bit weird we're all a bit weird but enjoying mm-hmm. it as opposed to I don't know trying to act cool Aye. or I think it's just you learn how to focus back on your own perspective as you get older I think your 20s end up just learning and growing and there's this theory someone had said recently that you don't really become an adult until your 30s Yeah, and I, I agree with that I think your 20s are this sort of post-teen learning sort of making mistakes and just going about mental Yeah, and then sort of hone that all in and working out and sort of going through it of what's bits are important and useful and what aren't and I think looking at yourself through other people's perspectives and expectations is one of the things you just think fuck that yeah yeah because you can't you can't you can't ever ever achieve that you can't please yeah. other people you can't bend the other people's will because it's 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 rooted in something that's fragile but you don't the they change you your mind you're that. done you, you don't know that when you're younger because you I'm running the board I'm trying to be like stand up mm. actor presenter Aye. radio I, I'm like hat guy whatever I need to be yes I'll be oh I used to same photos mm-hmm. the, I, this was my go to post this is my go to post photos now mm. that's gorgeous to smile and that hey that's a guy reached 442 in a plane he doesn't mind hey and I'll, do, I'll give you one of these yeah but but 10 years ago yeah it was this <laughs> just and, like and, I'm a babe and my mates were always like you're trying to be you're a stand up comedian <laughs> so what's that saying like surely like be happy in the photo be smiling Aye. like it's funny you know it's stand up they're like why you look why, like what's this trying to like Aye. and I'm in like you know the Sunday life or whatever <laughs> plugging a gig in the black box of 40 people and I'm like, I'm like <laughs> people are thinking he's amazing yeah what is he doing the confidence he's naturally given yeah. off um, you talked about like healing like childhood trauma and things like that how did you how did you how did you do that? And were you, were, you, were you actively trying to do it? Like, were you going, there's something I need to do? Or were you doing things that, by default, healed up? Um, I think it was active because I just got, I ran out of patience for bullshit. I ran out of patience for situations where I was being treated badly by people that I wasn't doing that to and, and situations. It was allowing, I wasn't sticking up for myself. 
and I was feeling like shit. See, so, I never think that about. I never, I could never see you not sticking mm. up for yourself. I know people get that, but it's it's the clo- it's relationships that are closest to yeah, you that, yeah. that gets away with with my sort of personality type. It seems like an all or nothing. Like don't take any shit, but then a lot of the people closest to you, or apparently closest to you, they shit all over you. Yeah. There's always that ex- extremities. It's like. They say whenever you grow up or there's you come through certain situations, you can sort of go between like um, hyper people pleasing to hyper rebellion. So you kind of float back and forth between this. But it was a conscious decision and it's something I've been doing. I call it the great wising up. Is, is the few years of just ups and downs and whatever else and just stopping people walking over me. I was like, that's yeah. enough now. I just ran out of patience. So it was an active decision to be like, why does this keep happening? Obviously, I'm the common denominator here about these certain people or, or relationships. And I was like, that's fuck that. That's enough now. And then just started to delve into it and go through it all. And I think I've come out the other side now. In a, in a structured way or just like? No, I just sort of freewheeled it like everything else in yeah, my life. Yeah. I had no example of how to do it. I didn't even know anybody who had done it in a way. Um, and I sort of, obviously, people in my life were doing it in their own individual sort of scenarios yeah. themselves. But it was just like, I just instinctually went, like, and I made mistakes on it, and I allowed this, and then thought that that was me doing well, and you just sort of have to try, it's trial and error. But yeah. I just, I stuck with it, and now I feel like I'm out the other end, and I feel like it's brilliant. I think it's really, really beneficial to me. Yeah. Big I think time. it's, it, it, it's, uh, it's tough to even start something like that. It is, because it's really, really, really painful, and you have to admit that the people who were supposed to be one way weren't. Mm-hmm. And I think the hardest, everybody's going to be different, but I think for me, the hardest thing was, accepting that I allowed that that I didn't stick up for myself in certain ways and then that probably without being presumptuous that probably even elevates the relationship with the people who have just been really good the whole it time does, I, it does it you know what I mean it makes the, the, the good amazing and it makes the bad disappear yeah. that's the sort of long and short of it I think Yeah. and things that you even realise you're lying to yourself about and that lie is so ingrained that you think this is this is great Yeah. and I always think it's like pulling at a thread like a jumper once you pull at that you, the whole lot will come and once you accept this and you think this is safe over here and you accept this reality that that's something I have to work on that will eventually lead to this and the things you don't want to think about or you don't want to talk about or realise you have to yeah, yeah. it all it all connects it all connects and it goes back to the same thing but it's that I think that's one of the good things about it even if it doesn't feel like it because yeah. you just wrap it all off in the one time and it might take a couple of years Yeah. but once you've come past the great wising up it's just, it's your life is infinitely I better. I think the, the Great Wising Up is a programme a lot of people need. The Great Wising Up. Yeah. And it looks different for everybody. And I know people yeah, now yeah. that I see, and it's so, like people my age, and you'll say one or two things, nothing too, maybe even a bit, a bit cryptic, and you're like, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I know you've gone through that as well. Like, I yeah, know that you're yeah. at the same phase. Yeah, yeah. Almost. And it's it's just, it's, it's universal, I think. Yeah. And then also on the same token, you see when people don't want to do it. Yeah. For whatever reason, without any judgment, you see people are like, I'm done now. I'm done with the growth. Yes. This is me. This is peak me. Yeah. And then you just have to wish them all the well, all the best and just move on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, uh, yeah, Im- image was like... F- that's not, part of it. Not that serious, but that's a bit, that was a big I, one for me. Definitely. And it does, it's a big thing for everybody, I suppose, I imagine, because it's, it's ingrained in us and it's shown to us over and over and over from childhood with all types of media that this is what you're supposed to look like. I remember we grew up in the 90s and I know what it's like for fellas, but for women, the actual appeal was heroin chic, was the, yeah. was the nickname of this ideal beauty standard where you look like you're horrifically in the in the grips of a heroin addiction yeah. and you're 12 and you're like, oh, how do I quite achieve that? <laughs> yeah. And they cut the fucking metal off all the jeans. And yeah. Do you remember there was jeans, that, right? And again, Britney Spears, not amazing looking. They had to shave their pubes to wear jeans. Right. So do you know when you're like, that's <laughs> yeah. that feels personal. Yeah. And you're there at 12 being like, yeah. 
It's like, like you don't want you look like a side of a house because yeah. you, you haven't got a six pack because you're twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've big boobs, but like quicker than everybody else, and suddenly you're just this. What do you feel is like a fucking an elephant poured onto leggings. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, I've nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Really nailed it. I look gorgeous. Yeah. And all your wee friends are the same. We're like, we, we look great. Yeah. But no, no phones. No. Uh, you're right. Yeah. No phones. Do you, do you have evidence of that? Thankfully. Yeah, and I think by not having phones, people did like stupider stuff in a good way. You took more risks. Like my, I remember having peroxide blonde fringe and being like, I am the man. Hi. Like. And, the and your remits were all that's class. Yeah, Do no, you know even what I mean? well, even the, they wouldn't even have said that. They're no. like, you look like a prick. But I was like, oh, I was happy. I like, I felt cool doing it. Mm. I remember the stuff I'd wear, like, uh, and I still wear this now: silk short sleeve shirt, barbed wire on the sleeves. Oh, edgy. It was light blue, and it used to go fade from light blue to white, light blue to white, like a fade. I know exactly what you're talking about. Then the barbed wire, short sleeve shirt, peroxide blonde fringe, slit in the eyebrow. Oh, I fair enough. But and th- then a babe of your generation. But back then, if someone had taken a photo of that Aye. and put it online, I'd be done. I'd be destroyed. But, but nobody. I think that's why. See, see the way. Like I have this theory that you know the way Elvis, like in in the sixties, was like the epitome of cool, like the mm. man, and he's wearing all these like this all in one like jumpsuit, and he's got his hair up and big, glitter and, yeah. and sparkles and everything. That was like word of mouth. People would go. In, from one town to another in America they go there's this guy Elvis Presley mm. and you see a picture of him and be like oh this guy and then it would pass on and pass on and it took ages but eventually everyone knows he's cool mm. see, that could have been over see if they had Twitter then 30 seconds someone takes a photo and go look at this dick do you know it's what done. I know what you mean but the thing as you have to remember as well is like everybody was doing it yeah, so these yeah. trendsetters everywhere every, everybody I knew wanted the, the sort of the pube jeans right for want yeah. of a better phrase <laughs> and every fella Le- from Levi's do you know what I mean yeah. so everyone was trying to get into them yeah. barely anybody had the body for it in the way that the, the pop yeah, stars yeah. and I mean nobody yeah. and it's not in a negative way you're not really supposed to have the body where your pubes just stop growing and then suddenly you've got no space for a womb or organs <laughs> it just goes straight down like a fella and if you can it's brilliant but it's unlikely but we all still tried to get it we all still agreed that this was what we needed to make us look cool so everybody does it and yeah. I know they say things now like and for us we're looking back looking at like young people now you think this I'm so glad I didn't have cameras and whatever else yeah. and you hear like older people again being like you have to think what you put online because you know your future employers and all that sort of stuff which I'm sure is true but also if you think about it in this perspective future employers of this gen of the generation below us or even younger again they'll have to accept that like embarrassing lives online and these yeah. trends because every single p- p- person within that generation will have evidence of that. Yes. So then the landscape of what's acceptable will have to change because yep. everybody yep. will have themselves on camera crying at 14 over who knows what. Or like with their whole family doing like a dance, a dance the weekend. Or, or giving yeah. life advice at yeah. 15. That's going to be a cardiac surgeon. Do you, do you know I? And they'll be like, what do you say about this 15 years ago? And you're doing like the Macarena. But then their partner will be like the head of a school administration and the two of them will be there at 15 separately. <laughs> so everybody will have done yeah. it. Yeah. So the levels of what's socially acceptable will have yeah. to change. Do you know what I mean? And do you like, do what you see... Shouting? No. Sick of the bullshit, guys. See the, uh, the Great Wise Up. But that's part of it. The Great Wise Up. See with, we were talking about the Millennium Forum before this and you've done like youth work for them. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see that with like young say young girls who are getting into acting now mm. do you see pitfalls that you like fall into in terms of trying to be a certain way and you're able to now with experience like say you don't need to do that or 
Um, but it's tough. But at a young age, hard to hear any advice. I know because I'm really old. Deep somebody at fifteen. So are you? It's like yeah. you know, because you think your life will be figured out by twenty eight. Yeah. You're like I'll nail it by then, and then you get twenty eight. You're like I'm I'm a baby. I'm brand new. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I don't. I mean, I've never been in a situation where I've sat and like had a an audience to give advice. It's always been something really specific. So the life advice thing, and I would never want to overstep with stuff like that and be like, by the way, guys, I'm about to give you advice <laughs> in relationships. Yeah. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's never ever come up where I would be able to talk about stuff like that. But if 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 the situation arose, I definitely would. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I it's nice sometimes as well for people to be like, by the way, that's that doesn't matter. Yeah. That yeah, thing yeah. you're worried about won't matter. Yeah. This person's opinion of you. That feels like the end of the that that doesn't matter. That person that you're completely in love with, and you'll die if they don't look at you. That won't matter. Yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And you'd love to say because you, you would have loved to have hear, heard it ourselves growing up. Yeah, you know these big moments in your life. Yeah. You're like that doesn't matter a fuck. That bre- that time you get dumped when you're sixteen, seventeen. Mm. You're like, I. W-. It's like me going, they got me. You go, I'll never recover from this. I'll never. You're this sixteen. Is- you're like, this is. A- I'm just never going to be with anyone ever again. Uh, or you fall or something, you do something stupid, and people laugh, and you think, well, I might as well just jump out of one window. <laughs> yeah. I might as well change my identity and move yeah. countries because I can't come back from it. Yeah. An hour later, you're on a slip and slide, and uh, you forgot all about it. You laugh at somebody else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just forgot about it. But I, it's just, I mean, as I say, if I was in that situation, I'd be happy to chat, but yeah. it doesn't really call for it. I, I read something or watched something recently that was like, you know you're old mm. when, people, when you fall in public mm. and people get concerned. <laughs> You know, fair enough. You want you want people to laugh at you because uh-huh. they're like his body can take it. But if I if I slip in public, you don't want kids coming up to you being like help trying to help you right? up and all. I'm You're like, right. no, I'm fine. I'm not sure I'm at that stage yet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but how often do you fall in public though? I can't tell you. Twice a year. I fail. Twice do you a really? year. Yeah, yeah. Maybe oh. I'm I'm closer to the ground, so maybe it's it's my centre of gravity. But I haven't I haven't failed. I don't remember the last time I fell in public. One of the worst ones was getting off a flight, and I was the first one off. Mm. Not because that's my policy; I was just right at the front. Yeah. Can um, I stop you there and ask you a question? Yeah. Are you one of these people? As soon as the plane stops and the light goes on, you get out and just walk up the aisle? No, that's what I'm saying. All right, okay. I happen to be at the front. Oh, you happen to be. Sorry. I hate that behaviour. See, to be honest, the air. I'm glad you brought this up. The air crew need to do more. I think there needs should. to be an official policy. We'll go row by row. Aye. If there's a few old people want to sit in till the end, I respect that. If there's somebody catching a train me. and they're like, I need to run off this flight, I've only got hand luggage, I go, fair enough. No, do you know what I say? Show me, show me your Fuck ticket. You. Show me your ticket. <laughs> show me your ticket because we could no, all No, I, th- I think if it's reasonable, but the amount of people, it's not reasonable. And then you end up standing in the carousel with your luggage and they're standing beside you. You're like, why did you run? Yep. Why did you run? This one, I was at the front of the plane. So Aye. I just got off first. And everyone's behind me. And I fell going <laughs> upstairs, which is worse than falling going downstairs. Right. Because I, fe- you know, fell going up. <laughs> But I was all flustered because a few people on the flight had been like, oh, I made you heading over for a gig. And oh, it was. No. So I was like, yes, mate, no. And, <laughs> you know, I'm there, like, you know, I'm wearing like a juicy chair like tracksuit or whatever. You know, I've got, yeah, yeah, it's a few years ago. <laughs> Guys, like, can I get a photo? I'm like, yeah, but you're not yeah. in it. <laughs> um, Enjoy. So I, so there's a few people on the flight that know me. There's three or four people that uh, know me, right? Fair enough. And everyone is walking at the same time down this hall. And I'm the first one at the front of the group. So I fall going upstairs and when I get all my shit together to try and like get back up and going, I, I'm say I fall on the fourth step up, yeah. I also fall maybe the seventh or eighth step up <laughs> because I never reco- I never took the time to recover from the first fall. Okay. You know what I mean? I never I didn't compose I tried to yeah. move on too quick. So I've fallen twice. Uh, upstairs. Fall twice upstairs. It's a nightmare. And then 
the walk lasted 20 minutes back into the terminal <laughs> and I knew everyone was like behind me and right. I had the headphones in and I never recovered and that took like that took a while to get over you should have just went run, run in circles back on the other flight and just back home I should have pretended it's a thing I do because people would say things when you're a comedian people think anything you do is intentional I like to bring out a, pa- a pen and paper and just write dramatically <laughs> yeah. ooh some guys like me. I show you fall getting out of your cars. No one else there. I'm like, yeah, no, I do that. That's a funny thing that I that I do. Um, There's no recovering from falling up though, because you do the slap. Yes, you? you do that. Badoosh, yeah, on whatever's directly in front of you. You just do. You, do you know what I find you do? But uh, no matter who's behind, just give a wave to the people behind you. Like, yep, we what? acknowledge that that happened. No, I do you know what? Again, I, I don't care enough to be like, oh, but I just be like, oh well. Actually, if I'm being honest, I haven't failed in public in a very very long time. My dad Maybe failed in his car. He fell out of his car. He fell getting out of his car and he's 73 and the shit thing about that is your reflexes are so slow Aye. that you can't do the big slap. You just like, whatever way you fall, just you're slap. like a giant what? baby, you just you just fall. Right. He fell and he tried to... Is he all right? No. No, he's... So he's safe. He didn't make it. He uh, he's done. No, he's fine, but then he gets that thing as well. It's so sly, but like old people, when they fall, Aye. they just like bruise up so bad oh, and he's why? got that, which is a nightmare. They go really purple so quickly. <laughs> So what per- is that? The entire sides of this. It's insane. <laughs> my my grandpa used to Your have grandpa? It. It's a lovely way to say grandpa. I had a grandpa and a granda. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm not a fan of granda this and granda that. Yeah. I'd rather go you he gets granda because he's he was he's older. Okay. You get grandpa, I'm sorry, but grandpa. that's just what you get. That's cute. I, I, I regret saying it. Um <laughs> my dad's da I used to have this thing where he had to pull down an old garage door, you know, with a mm. thing. But he was so old that he, for some reason, always brought it down his own head. So he didn't step back? No, but he looked like he then had her again because it was so black Aye. from hitting himself. I was like... Maybe that was the goal. The goal. You do it twice, for sure. Aye. But it seemed that every time he put his car into his garage, he would, like, have to do it. You know, he was like, ah, oh, well, better. Aye. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe it was like a, a luck thing. I don't know. Do you know what? Well, oh, he was concussed. He had CTE. No, it was just his vibe. But do you know, um, <laughs> he said that actually. I there are times, honestly, I, I do stuff on by myself, and I think that's the stupidest thing yeah. any person's ever done. Like there has been times again, but because I'm just you know when you're like always thinking like a couple of different things, you can't focus on what you're doing, which is yeah, probably why you focused. end up falling. Yeah, right. And I've been in the house sometimes, and I'm going into like a press or a drawer. And I'll have something open and I'll just lean, <laughs> just to go in the corner of my kitchen. I've just opened the, the drawer and as I lean forward to get something out, I've just had my head on the wall, just went doof. And I was like, how have I done that? How have I... That's a level up. That's my <laughs> that's my grandpa. That is. And, the, and I know it. And, I, and yeah. it happens and I go, how did I not be aware that there's a, a concrete wall? And I just like walked under it as I was opening a drawer. Do you know a stupid one I did? <laughs> <laughs> this is, and I will do it again. This is 10 out of 10 stupid. What? I big pint of water mm. well not a big a pint <laughs> um, and I bent over to get something in between my house and my garage but when I bent over <laughs> I didn't just Did spill the water it? I angled it <laughs> like as I bent down I also made the <laughs> made the glass that. do that I've done that well, you like, it's like, a, it's like a, that's what a toddler does that's what you, you have sippy cups no you know what it's what Mr Bean does <laughs> Like fully spilt it out, and just poured it. it. Where's that yeah. water coming from? On oh, my arm. We have cam- We have like cameras around the house. Oh, like you know, there. like just a wee ring ones, whatever. Yeah. And uh, watching back was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> Your wife's all he's mine. Yeah. This man. <laughs> oh me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With my teddy. Um, 
Yeah. I um I I but the stuff like that you use the, the number one thing you do is just own it. I and I I, don't, I as I say it probably will happen again. Yeah. But I understand that it's coming from a place that I when I was you know you're on autopilot but you're thinking about 10 different things. You'll bang your head in that light getting up I guarantee probably. you because everyone who's everyone in am this part talking? of the world has done it. Oh, I am delighted. I'm going to do it on purpose. Julian now. Simmons, the last, very nearly, well, nearly lost him. Just took it away him. Yeah. Do you know what though? It's stuff like that that it happens, and I understand it's because I'm not focused. And there's times, like I'll do it, and I'll have my head on a, a concrete wall, and then I'll be like, right. Seems like a pattern. It's it is. Cry for help. Open the door onto my own head. Yeah. Press onto my own like that, and I was like, why don't I just? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But then I know, right, this is like a sign that I'm not focused on and I'm on an autopilot. Yeah. It's like whenever you drive somewhere and you're thinking about something and you for, you, don't, you don't remember any of the drive. Yeah. You don't know what happened. You just got there. You call a man at the tail of the daddy. Aye, that's we all d- the really normal, healthy-minded stuff that yeah, we yeah, do. Yeah. And it does happen. And I just think, fuck it, it'll happen again. Yeah. Oh, well. well and to be honest, it's all, about, it's all about the great wise not because if, if beforehand, I didn't need to tell you this and share that information. No. But I did and I'm okay with it. Yeah. And I'm still a really smart person. Yeah. Just, I'm a too smart. Yeah. That's, I think that's my thing too. I think my brain has so much going on Mm. that that's why. Do you know, do you know why, do you know why afternoon's called that? (laughs) Do I know why the afternoon's called the afternoon? Because it's afternoon. You're smart. I know. I just said that. I found that out about two weeks ago. It's changed my life. Afternoon. Do you know why breakfast is called breakfast? Why? Do you not know? Breakfast. I didn't know, I didn't I've know. I've never thought about it. Because you're breaking your fast. From the night before? Is it religious, is it? I don't think so. I breakfast? It depends what way you have it. Start throwing the word fast on there and I'm like, I'm out. It depends. It's a, if you, if you know, if you shape your toast like into like an outline of the artist depiction of King Billy or something. Okay. That's a religious breakfast. That is a religious breakfast. You know, something like that. Aye. Uh, religious breakfast sounds nice. A religious breakfast. Ulster fries borderline, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, but that's what you look at it. But yeah, do you think there's some people who won't won't say it? Like me with a nuggy pot. <laughs> I'll have a fry from one of the provinces, please. Aye, from up up north. Um, Donegal's included. Do you, <laughs> so the person's like, I don't give a fuck. I just need to write down this <laughs> no order. No one cares. Um, leave, leave us with um, one thing that you're doing that you sort of in just in just a word in 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 a sen- in a sentence. You know what I mean? Like a pro- like, there's a lot of projects you can't, you can't talk me. about, but even just in a sentence of what I'm doing, personal yes. growth or professional. You pick one of either. I'll do personal. Okay. I've started um, appreciating that I'm in a position that I've wanted to be in, where I've got downtime and my bills and all's covered. Yeah. That I can indulge in my hobbies, and one of them is like the origins of like jewelry making and crystals and. Minerals and stuff like that. I mean, it's basically a drug for lesson at the minute. Right. But um, I jewelry, just for the crack. Yeah. And I've obviously per- professionally, I'm at the point where I've got, I'm sort of getting my own stuff off the ground and sort of in that that sort of world of getting scraps and everything together. But it's it's going well. It's it's a good pace and yeah. I've nailed down a couple of ideas instead of just this erratic like mud. Middle of the night, like sci-fi stuff. I'm like, what if this all took place in space? Yeah. You know, this sort of stuff. My agent's like, what? Yeah, yeah. So I've kind of Timberland soundtrack and Timberland's just right there in the middle. But I think I've got, um, I think I've got that streamlined now. I've, I've nailed down a couple of things, so it's good. You times. seem very happy, and you seem very in control of everything. Thank you. Um, I feel it. You seem very, you seem very at peace. 
But I think that's something people say about dead bodies in coffins. No, I think <laughs> you, you see me. You look yourself. Thanks. My hair's a fucking disaster. I didn't know what I was doing today. I was doing oh. your bathroom trying to give it some of this. I got mine cut too you know short. So what? I got mine cut too short. You get yours cut too short. You have great hair. I think you bring up your hair, letting on that you're annoyed about it, but it's really good hair. I know this fucking perfect hairline is uh, annoying me. Like no, it's just so thick. Sometimes taking my fingers through. I know. Aye. I'm thinking about getting them to cut it further back. Just to give you, just to give other people a chance. Just to give the fails a chance yeah. of the family. Yeah. I hear you. But no, I, I um, I gotta cut it short. But it'll grow. Put a hat on. I think that's all we have time for. <laughs> <laughs>